Point off number 32. For smiling and laughing. Is this true, number 32? From Ben Franklin Studios in Queen Creek, Arizona, it's the Radio 201 Podcast. Number 28. Uh, for the backpack in the back, point off, another point off for number 28 for trying to hide it. Hello, everybody. What you just heard and what you will hear on the rest of this podcast is an enactment. Sit down, number 35. Of living inside a totalitarian regime. I'm Angela Fernando. This is a special edition of Radio 201, the podcast from Benjamin Franklin High School. Thanks for tuning in. This is about how a class can be turned into a simulation and of how lessons can be made more real when you get students to buy in to the topic being taught. Even though the topic, in this case, seventh grade history on totalitarianism, is about one of the most reprehensible forms of governance still alive, still alive if you look around at the news today. So I'm walking into a history class on the 21st of April 2022 and this is going to be a different history class, not something you normally would see in most high schools. You'll hear the teacher conduct it in a different way, it's called a simulation, and you probably can observe what's going on in the class. Yep, the absolute best part of the year, totalitarianism. So darn exciting. And this is Mr. Greer's class. It's at the end of a hallway hidden behind the gym. You could easily miss it if you casually walk into Benjamin Franklin High School. But today, you cannot really miss it because students are rushing to class, excited. Outside his class, a door has uh, posters on it that read, Hail Chairman Greer and uh, Best Dictator of All Time. Fun stuff like that. Another, a black and white, pretty intense. It has a statue of liberty in chains and the headline in our caps read, um, Down with the regime, off with the chairman. Kind of risky type of poster to put outside a teacher's class, but I guess in the simulation this kind of thing is what's expected. Now, I didn't know what to expect other than what some of my students described. You see, this is a seventh grade class and many of my students are in this history class. They know this is an assignment and they can earn points for being part of the simulation but play an active part that includes things like uh, writing assignments. But also, they have to come up with ways in which they have earned points by praising the chairman or doing things that uh, the regime would like. They can earn points, for example, being part of a secret revolution and even denouncing the chairman. Or, on the other hand, they can earn points for giving gifts, quote-unquote gifts, to the chairman. Gifts such as poems or stories about how wonderful the chairman is. They can make a video honoring the chairman. In other words, bribing or drinking the Kool-Aid. In a few moments, you'll hear him set up the scene as I became the fly on the wall with another staff member who was there to observe. The clickator. The glorious nation of the Democratic People's Republic of Klikonda. Yep, Klikonda. He's referring, of course, to Jason Clicker, who's been on my podcast before. So you will show him and Mr. Fernando the respect they deserve while they are here. They are guests, and you will treat them as such. First, first thing first, um, pause from the simulation for a moment. So the first assignment is up here. So exactly how the chairman made your life better. Ten sentences. 
So as you can see, this is actually a class in progress because there is a writing assignment. They have to answer questions and they have to also justify the actions that they make, including things like getting up to go and get water or going to the bathroom. And that was just the bell work part of the class. There is the section that will follow in which uh, the, the party members will be able to talk. These party members have been selected based on the points that they gain and they are sitting off to a side in special seating. At the back of the room is a secretary who is taking down notes that the chairman issues. Party members will write three sentences and can then draw in their books. Uh, party members, you also have my permission to smile and laugh, unlike members of the people who do not have the perm permission to smile and laugh. And you, I can't tell if you're smiling or laughing. Rise up number 11. Oh, point off number 23, failure to rise. By now, I think you get the idea of where this is going. For anyone familiar with Orwell's 1984, this simulation is in keeping with the world that Winston Smith lives in or lived in. Conformity in clothing, thought crimes, re-education, eating state-sponsored food, and absolute obedience to the state. Let's get started. Um, the next part of class today is going to be our clothing inspection. Clothing officer, rise. Look around, clothing officer. Are all members of the state wearing the appropriate color? Or enough of the appropriate color to, to make it uh, legal? It's blue, MJ. You have a blue mask. You got lucky, didn't you? Alright, uh, 17, stand. What is the appropriate color for, for male members of Chairman Greer's state? What, are you wearing any blue whatsoever? Where? You can probably guess where this is going. Lunch, lunch officer. What report do you have on healthy lunches from, from uh, uh, lunchtime today? Now this is where I found out that uh, there are spies on the class. And one person who is a party member is now snitching on some kind of food that he saw during lunchtime. Number 21. 21, rise. What did you have for lunch? Did you see this happen, number 7? So in a sense, everyone in the class knows that you've got to be near guard during the simulation. And the simulation is lasting probably all five days of the week. So they've got to be aware that somebody is always watching them, what they do, what they say whether they are planning a conspiracy, and even if they are not eating the right food. Uh, Doritos, are not, Doritos are not acceptable. One point off number 21 for failure to eat healthy for lunch. So clothing officer, lunch officer, uh, education officer, rise. Have you tested anyone on their knowledge of the seven principles of totalitarianism? Make sure you get some done today. You find those who are deficient in that knowledge. We need that. We need to know what those principles are. Be seated. All right, students. Now, let's look at our motto. Are you interrupting me, number 25? Very good. Now, let's look at our motto. Strength through discipline. Strength through unity. Nothing good has ever happened in this world without... Now, this part of the class struck me as very interesting because it almost mirrored some things that students here in our assembly, the opening ceremony, but it has a twist. The fastest man in the world, Usain Bolt, he got where he was by discipline, by, not, by, by eating all the right food, by training every day. He got to be the fastest man in world history through discipline. Therefore, 
we are going to become united by, by saying in one voice our chant. Everyone rise. Strength through discipline. Strength through units. Right hand number 14, not your left hand. Point off number 14. Strength through discipline. Strength through loudest. Strength through discipline. Strength through unity. Be seated. Number 23 is smiling. Point off number 23. Now remember, this is a block day, so we have a two-hour class, and it's getting pretty intense, and things begin to take a turn. We will turn to thought crimes, those who have acted or spoken against the state. I've had many different informers. Uh, we've, already, we've gotten those people a lot already, especially for laughing and giggling. My goodness. Okay, keep it good job number four. 20, point off number 23, again, laughing and giggling. Number 12, uh, number 17, is this true for number 12? Okay, never, you never done that? Number 12, your line, point off, point off for you. All right, 28, All right, point off for number 12 for looking shocked. It seems like uh, these were false accusations and at one point there was a visible gasp among the citizens. 28, she's working with me to get names. Uh, point for 28 for trying to do the right thing if you didn't have the full understanding. Well done, number 28. 25. Number 35, is this true? Why not? Point out for number 35 for not standing when addressing me. 35, is this true? Why not? Why are they retro out for nothing? You, you usually are guilty of stuff. I'd be seated. No punishment as at this point. Number 30. So here's the thing about this class. It gets pretty intense, as you can hear. Later on, you'll hear Mr. Greer explain why he did these actions and why he said these things. So in order to get a better idea of what a class like this meant from the student's point of view, what I did is I pulled aside a few students and talked to them, some of them on the playground, and you might hear the audio quality is not very great, but here's what they had to say. I'm Logan. So what I thought of the simulation was that it was kind of a cool way of doing like hands-on learning, you know, not just taking notes on something that did happen, but experiencing it, because you don't really remember it if you didn't really experience it, right? Right, exactly, well put. And it's also a kind of a theatrical experience, which can be fun. I thought that it was really fun, and it, honestly, it really improved my understanding and respect for the democracy. This was uh, another student, Avril, and she was uh, actually a party member in that simulation. Because having to live like that, it wasn't fun. Because you were always in fear of people turning you in or losing points that could affect your grade. But I can only imagine how much e how escalated that can become when it's really in a totalitarian state. I think that was really cool to be able to experience something instead of watching some slides and taking notes on what's happening and then having a test on that and you created memories of what happened. Now here's another student, Kinsey Ingebrigtsen, and she had to play the role of a party member. It showed me how bad totalitarianism is and um, made me feel bad for the people who have to go through this on an everyday basis. You can probably sense in that reflection what's been going on in their heads comparing the freedoms that we take for granted and what happens in places where they don't exist. Um, my job was propaganda officer, so I looked over the making and posting of 
posters and videos and pictures and the people I would specifically report were people who put up um, posters and stuff. And of course things did not go swimmingly even though you were a party member because as the simulation went there were twists and turns. Um, it was what kind of surprised me was later, like on the last day of the simulation, he did this little experiment thing. He blamed one of the students for doing something that she never did, and every time she said no, he would take points away from everyone else in the in the people. And he took two points off the party members and three points off the people in general. So that was just three points off the party members. And then gave three points to the person he was blaming. So that was a little surprising and when we come back thought crimes false accusations and we'll hear from mr greer himself this this was the hardest part for me because i am not like this at all but i want them to get the feeling of what a totalitarian regime was hello my name is Jude tanner and i was in the class that you guys have been hearing about i was a state police officer in the party and it was a hard job because people felt that they couldn't trust me because I was told to report on them. So I often ended up sneaking into conversations or lurking behind others waiting for them to say something. I made up a ridiculous crime. I chose like the nicest uh, student in my class, said, all right, I saw you uh, jumping up and putting a Down With Greer poster on the clock in the lunchroom. I don't think they can even reach that clock. <laughs> and, and no, I didn't. All right, we'll take one point off of number 16. I point to another student who points off them for every time they said a no answer. Uh, I did that for all five hours. It, it's kind of funny in hindsight, but at the time I didn't like it because I knew that this is just, this goes against everything they have. They are as people. These are good kids that, that I teach. Uh, but uh, three of them broke rather quickly. I took like two or three points off one of their friends and they gave up. But two of the young ladies, um, they held out until I was punishing the whole class and the whole class was screaming at them, just say yes, just say yes. I was disappointed because I heard a lot of friends talking bad about him, but I was told to report and I didn't want to be reported for a thought crime, so I did. I helped take down horrible posters about him saying that he was a horrible chairman and it was a lot of fun though, because people who did trust me told me about others and I got a report on them, which earned me points. With this intense a subject, you're probably wondering, how did Mr. Greer set up this class? I sent him out uh, a simple email that talks about, here's what I'm doing. I'm gonna run a totalitarian simulation. I'm gonna be a dictator of the classroom for, for two days. The reason why I'm doing it is I want to, um, I want to have my students experience at least, at least a little bit what it was like for billions of people uh, through various communist and fascist regimes that exercise this amount of control over their citizens. The other reason is to get them to appreciate their own country, their own freedoms, uh, what we have here so they can never be taken for granted because we never truly appreciate freedom until they're taken away from us. So totalitarianism has existed and doesn't exist in a vacuum. It's obviously influenced other forms of governance and it has drawn on other types of control. Uh, before this, I started with the Russian Revolution and the rise of Joseph Stalin. 
So the falls of the Tsar in 1917, Lenin with the transition up to until his death in 1924, and then Stalin ascending the next year. We read a little thing about the Ode to Stalin. It's basically a, a religious hymn directed towards Comrade Stalin, and they couldn't get their minds around why would anyone write this about another person. So then that was a good transition into uh, becoming the chairman of the classroom, or became something like that, so they could feel, feel what it was like a little bit more, experience it. So it was definitely an experience, even for me, being the fly on the wall, uh, sitting at the back of the class. Remember, this was a two-day session. I was there on the second day, and the second day was a two-hour class. It was on a class we called Block Day. Now, I had to leave sometime early, so as I tiptoed out of the room, with a mix of uh, admiration and excitement, I wondered about the mood of the class and how it was going to progress. I saw students who were so caught up in this lesson, this elaborate, unpredictable simulation that I realized for a moment that it didn't feel like a classroom at all. It felt like theater and that willing suspension of disbelief was really at work. Leaving Mr. Greer's class, I mean Chairman Greer's class, was like having to leave a Broadway play to go to the bathroom just when the plot began to thicken. It was that good. Now this is the kind of education you could sell tickets to attend. If only we could implement that model more into all of our classes. I'm not sure how it's going to be done, but I'm certainly going to try it. And on that note, I'll uh, end this podcast. Thank you again for listening to Radio 201, the podcast from Benjamin Franklin High School. This is your host, Angelo Fernando. Thank you for listening to Radio 201. This podcast is sponsored by the Boosters of Benjamin Franklin High School. If you like this podcast, you may also like Fully Charged. Find it at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, and wherever you get your podcasts. Strength through discipline. Strength through loudest. Strength through discipline. Strength through unity. Be seated. Number 23 is smiling. Point up number 23.